welcome back to Best Whatever Ever. I am Ira, and let me reintroduce you to my co-host. Ahem, excuse us? I mean bosses. My bosses, Spencer and Scarlett. In each episode, we talk about a whatever, which is, you guessed it, just anything that kids find silly or important or... Super silly important. Super silly important. And then I tell a story inspired by that whatever. So today's whatever is... Stuff. Stuff? Yeah, stuff. Every kid I know has stuff they love and stuff they collect. Their stuff. And that stuff may not seem valuable to other people, but it sure is valuable to them. Like my doggies. Exactly. But Spencer, I actually just came from your room and there was a lot of stuff all over your night table. And I wanted to ask you what we can throw out. Nothing. Oh, come on. It just looked like a bunch of junk. Like what? Let's see, a stick of chewing gum, probably three years old. Yum, I've been saving that. A nail clipper. I like to trim my nails every night. Hygiene. Random Lego pieces. Hey, you never know when inspiration will strike and I'll need to build something right away. A boomerang, which is a souvenir from Australia, even though you've never been to Australia. Good day, mate. And for some reason, just loose Monopoly money. Need a loan? You just need to ask. I'm rolling in dough. Okay, well, what about the one used earplug? That's the most important thing of all. It has sentimental value. It's full of earwax. Gross. <sighs> See? Stuff. Kids love their stuff. And unless you told me, I would have no way of knowing some of these things are meaningful to you. I mean, really, they look like junk. But they're stuff, and they're important. And I understand that. And that's kind of what today's whatever story is about. A boy named Sammy loses something really valuable to him, even though not everyone thinks it is valuable. And he's determined to get it back with the help of his very optimistic friend, Jessica. Ready to hear it? Sorry, did you say something? I already have my favorite earplug in. Ah, uh, never mind. Scarlet, how about you? You ready? Yes. All right, well, let's do it. Beach day disaster. Behold, said Sammy. Step right up and feast your eyes on the most awesome, jaw-dropping, ultra-rare, and uber-valuable treasure in the history of history. It was a glorious summer day at the beach. The sun shone brightly. The sand was silky soft and the water crystal clear. The seagulls squawked hoping for scraps of food. The other kids gathered around. Sammy opened his hand to reveal a tiny pebble. Behold, he said. Wait, that's it, said Nolan. What is it? asked Jessica. It's a golden pebble, said Sammy proudly. The gold glinted in the sunlight. It was so bright, the kids shielded their eyes with their hands. The ones who had sunglasses Put them on. Nolan squinted and leaned in. It's tiny. I can barely see it, he said. Indeed, it was no bigger than a grain of sand or a crumb that broke off from another crumb that broke off from the world's tiniest cookie. Well, I think it's beautiful, said Jessica. 
The other kids murmured in agreement. Well, I don't get it, said Nolan, crossing his arms. Take a closer look, Nolan, said Sammy. See how it shot? Just then, a gust of wind blew the golden pebble from Sammy's hand. No! The wind carried it into the air, and the pebble swirled around and around until it was tossed onto the beach. Sammy gasped. <gasps> Jessica gasped. The other kids gasped. <gasps> Nolan shrugged. Meh. Well, there goes that. You'll never find it now, said Nolan. Anyone want to go for a swim? No way. Everybody down. Help Sammy find that golden pebble, shouted Jessica. The other kids dropped to their hands and knees and scraped their fingers through the sand. But it's basically just a grain of sand. And there are like billions of them on this beach, said Nolan. One in a billion? That means we have a chance. I like those odds, said Jessica. Doubt crept up inside Sammy, but he managed a smile. If Jessica thought it was possible, then so did he. He joined the other kids and started combing the beach for his treasure. He dug and scraped and clawed and sifted and trawled. Nothing. Maybe Nolan was right. The golden pebble was lost. A glimmer of light caught his eyes. There, he screamed, pointing a few yards away. He moved towards it. Yes, that's it. He reached for the golden pebble, just as the wind picked up again and blasted a mountain of sand into Sammy's face and into the air. Sandstorm, he cried as he spit sand from his mouth. He covered his eyes as the sand swirled and lashed. The angry wind stopped as suddenly as it started and the sand dropped back down to the beach. But the pebble still floated, carried by what was now a light breeze. It danced in the air, twirling and pirouetting, leaving a golden trail of light behind it. Behold, said Sammy. Sammy, Jessica, and the other kids were mesmerized. Sorry, I still don't see what all the fuss is about, Nolan muttered. The pebble traveled down the beach and then plopped into the ocean. Okay, can we give up on it already? Now it's really gone for good. It's hopeless, said Nolan. He's not giving up yet, said Jessica. Right, Sammy? Before Sammy could answer, she reached into her tote bag and pulled out a mask, snorkel, and flippers. She shoved them into Sammy's arms. Here, take these. Go! Sammy hesitated, but Jessica leaned in and looked him right in the eyes. It's worth it. Sammy nodded. He strapped on the gear and dove into the water. Fortunately, the ocean was clear. He could see schools of fish swimming and seaweed swaying in the current. And just ahead, a glint of light. The pebble! And it slowly sank. Sammy swam towards it paddling and kicking as fast as he could. But then he saw the shape of something large and frightening pass right in front of him. It was a shark! The shark looked to him, and then to the pebble, and then back to Sammy. The shark smiled. It picked up its pace and dove after the golden pebble. Sammy tried swimming faster, but he was no match for the shark. The shark reached the pebble and gobbled it down. Glub, 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 glub said the shark. Sammy didn't speak shark, 
That wasn't taught until sixth grade, but he figured the shark was telling him the golden pebble was yummy. And then it blew a raspberry. How rude! Sammy thought about Nolan. He knew Nolan would tell him to just give up and turn around. The shark would gobble him down next. But then Jessica's words flashed in his mind. It's worth it. He knew it was crazy, but he swam after the shark. He caught up to it, grabbed onto it, and tickled its gills. The shark laughed <laughs> and spit out the pebble. Ptoo! Sammy snatched it and swam off. He stopped, turned, and through his snorkel, blew a raspberry at the shark. Touché, said the shark, this time in English. Sammy burst through the ocean's surface, holding up his hand. He tore the snorkel from his mouth and screamed. Behold! Jessica and the others cheered. Nolan crossed his arms. You guys know it's just a teeny tiny pebble, right? I got it! Sammy exclaimed. Just then, a huge seagull swooped in and snatched the pebble from his hand. Hey! screamed Sammy. Not again! He hurried to the shore and watched the seagull carry away his precious pebble. Now it's really gone. Can we just call it a day? said Nolan. You're right, Nolan, Sammy said. Let's pack up and go home. You sure, Sammy? Jessica asked. Yeah, I'm sure. It's hopeless. Sammy and the rest of the kids packed up their belongings and headed to the parking lot. Sammy shuffled along and looked down at his feet. Jessica tapped Sammy on the shoulder and whispered, There! By the garbage can! It was the seagull, and it held the golden pebble delicately in its beak. You've got to take the shot, Sammy. It might be your last chance, Jessica said. You're just a glutton for punishment, aren't you, Sammy, said Nolan. No, Nolan, Jessica's right. I've got to try, said Sammy. His eyes narrowed with determination. He tiptoed over to the seagull, careful not to startle it. You've got no chance, Nolan suddenly screamed. The seagull startled and took off. Sammy dove and grabbed onto one of its legs. He held on tight, and the seagull pulled Sammy into the sky. Whoa! Sammy screamed. Nolan slapped his hands over his eyes. I can't look. Sammy's about to go splat. Hold on, Sammy, cried Jessica. This time, there was no doubt about who Sammy was going to listen to. The seagull pulled him higher and higher until they were over a tall bluff that overlooked the beach. The seagull landed. Sammy exhaled <sighs> and hugged the ground, grateful to be alive. The seagull looked at him, cocked its head, and then spit the golden pebble onto the grass. The seagull nudged it towards Sammy. Sammy picked it up and clutched it tightly in his hand. Sammy, you okay? Jessica ran up the steps to the top of the bluff. Sammy smiled and held open his hand. Behold, the golden pebble shined brighter than ever. You did it, Sammy. No, we did it, he said. And here, I want you to have it. Jessica hesitated, but it's yours. It means so much to you. 
It does, he said. And isn't it valuable? It is very valuable. And it's given me exactly what I wanted. And now, I want you to have it. Behold, Jessica graciously took the golden pebble and smiled. Thank you. I love how it shines. Just then, the seagull swooped in and stole the golden pebble. Hey! cried Jessica. Sammy and Jessica looked at each other. Should we go after it? asked Sammy, a glint in his eyes. Golden liked the pebble. Oh, definitely, said Jessica. They smiled, high-fived, and took off after the seagull. There you go. I love how Sammy, with Jessica's help, never gives up, even when things look hopeless. What started off as a story about one kid's small but really valuable prized possession grew into a story about perseverance and tenacity, which just means Sammy never, ever stops trying, no matter how hard things get. Have you guys ever found yourselves trying to do something really hard and you were ready to give up, but ended up sticking it through and were really happy that you did? Yes! Yeah, I was about to quit baseball, but then I hit ho the home run in the last game of the season. That's cool. And I know I mentioned this on the last episode, but I really want to thank Spencer again for the seed, or in this case, the pebble, of the idea for this episode. He suggested we tell a story about a kid with a piece of gold that basically looks like a grain of sand and it gets lost at the beach. Thanks, Spence. You're welcome. Remember, we are the brains behind this operation. Yeah, don't forget it. No doubt. I couldn't do this podcast without you. In the next episode, we're going to talk about do-overs. We'll meet a kid who literally gets a chance to reset the world. Wouldn't you guys love the chance to do that? I would like to do over when you burnt my yummy pancakes this morning. They could have been so good, but you burnt them. Sorry. All right, that's it for today's episode. Please don't forget to tell all your friends about us. Subscribe, share, and share some more. You can find us at thebestwhateverever.com and all the other ways to reach us are in the show notes. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and by email, bestwhateverever at gmail.com. Until next time, best whatever ever. Best whatever ever. Um, Spencer, you gonna say best whatever ever? Sorry, did he say something again? I put my favorite earplug back in. Ah, never mind. And gross. Today's story was written and produced by me, Ira Singerman. Hey, what about us? Yeah. With help, of course, from my bosses, Spencer and Scarlett. Hi. Hi. If you would like to support the show, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And also, please be sure to subscribe and tell all your friends about us. And please visit us at thebestwhateverever.com and feel free to send us an email to bestwhateverever at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. We'll see you soon. See